from the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel. With the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. Welcome to the celebration of The Daily TV Mass. I am Bishop Robert Casson from the Archdiocese of Toronto, and today is our homilist, Deacon Robert Kinghorn. The televising of today's Mass is made possible by the contribution from anonymous donors from Rollo Bay, Prince Edward Island. The Mass is offered for the Cooney and Loftus families and their descendants of County Mayo, Ireland. On behalf of all who are gathered for this sacred celebration, we thank our donors for the gift of today's Mass. Today, in the homily, Deacon Robert will share his vocation story, first as a single person, then as a married man, and then his call to the permanent diaconate. Let us begin with the prayer for vocations. Please join me. O Virgin Mary, Mother of Jesus and Our Lady of Good Counsel, to you we commend those called to follow your Son, especially for single people, engaged and married couples, and for those men and their wives who are discerning or living the vocation of permanent deacon, that they may all courageously follow our Lord's will. Assist them to answer yes to the divine call as you did at the invitation of the angel. Draw them near to your heart so that they can understand the joy that awaits them when they answer your son's call to be witnesses of his love in the world. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, <coughs> peace be with you. And with your spirit. Dear friends, at the beginning of this liturgy, as always, let us call to mind our sins with sorrow, knowing that we have offended God and neighbor, and let us ask for forgiveness. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, who set St. Catherine of Siena on fire with divine love <clears throat> in her contemplation of the Lord's passion and her service of your church, grant through her intercession that your people participating in the mystery of Christ may ever exult in the revelation of his glory, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. The church throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria had peace and was built up. Living in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, it increased in numbers. Now as Peter went here and there among all the believers, he came down also to the saints living in Lydda, 
There he found a man named Aeneas, who had been bedridden for eight years, for he was paralyzed. Peter said to him, Aeneas, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and make your bed. And immediately he got up. And all the residents of Lydda and Sharon saw him and turned to the Lord. Now in Joppa there was a disciple whose name was Tabitha, which in Greek is Dorcas. She was devoted to good works and acts of charity. At that time, she became ill and died. When they had washed her, they laid her in a room upstairs. Since Lydda was near Joppa, the disciples, who heard that Peter was there, sent two men to him with the request, Please come to us without delay. So Peter got up and went with them. And when he arrived, they took him to the room upstairs. All the widows stood beside him, weeping and showing tunics and other clothing that Dorcas had made while she was with them. Peter put all of them outside, and then he knelt down and prayed. He turned to the body and said, Tabitha, get up. Then she opened her eyes, and seeing Peter, she sat up. He gave her his hand and helped her up. Then, calling the saints and widows, he showed her to be alive. This became known throughout Joppa, and many believed in the Lord. The word of the Lord. Death of 
The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to the people, Very truly I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life within you. When many of his disciples heard this, they said, This teaching is difficult. Who can accept it? But Jesus, being aware that his disciples were complaining about it, said to them, Does this offend you? Then what if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit that gives life. The flesh is useless. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. But among you there are some who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the first who were the ones that did not believe and who it was that was about to betray him. And he said, For this reason I have told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted by the Father. Because of this, many of his disciples turned back and no longer went about with him. So Jesus asked the twelve, Do you also wish to go away? Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom can we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, what was the the ministry of Jesus? Well, you heard when he started his ministry, he opened the scroll of Isaiah and said, I've come to give good news to the poor, freedom to prisoners and the oppressed, and sight to the blind. Now, we all live out this ministry in our own way through baptism, and each of us is called to live that out in our unique way. Today, as the bishop said, I'll be talking about the ministry, the single life, my life in marriage and diaconate. I think uh, many years ago, I thought I had my life all together. I'd finished university, and uh, I had a good job in a new industry called computing industry. So everything was together. But then a series of things happened in my life, one after another, and I couldn't handle them. Maybe two would have been okay, but three got me down. And I went into a depression at that time, being treated by a doctor, started self-isolation. The only thing I kept doing, every Saturday I went to church, and I prayed there, Lord, help me to do your will. Help me. And the one thing I knew was I wanted to be married. <laughs> I wanted to be married. That's what I really wanted in my life. And then something strange happened. Over the next year or so of feeling this, suddenly, I don't know how to explain it, but I said, God wants me to go to Canada. I told my parents this, God wants me to go to Canada. I don't know why. Now, if you gave me a map of, of North America, I don't know if I could have found Canada. I didn't know anyone. But yet there was a peace that I should go to Canada. So several months after that, 
with no job, not knowing anyone, I came to Canada. And after that, things started to change. I got involved in, in prison ministry. I got involved in hospital ministry here in Canada. And I met a woman involved in both of these that soon became my wife, Rhea. So that's how I got involved in ministry and how I got married, the, that vocation there. Now, one of the things that people kept asking me, why don't you become a deacon? I don't want to be a deacon. I don't want to be up in the sanctuary all the time, because that's what I thought a deacon was, to be up here in the sanctuary. I said, that's not for me, that stuff. So my wife, Rhea, and myself were asked one evening to go and speak to all of the deacons in Toronto to talk about a ministry in the hospital. So I'd finished talking about a ministry, and I sat down there in the front, in the front row. And all of a sudden, uh, a man got up, a deacon, and he talked about his ministry. And he said, well, I give the gospel, and I read it, and I say I'm involved in hospital ministry. And I said, why don't you join me in it? And he said, I'll meet anyone that wants in hospital ministry at the back of the church, and I'll train you. We'll go together. Something happened within me. I said, that's what I want. The same as coming to Canada, this voice saying, that's what I want. And so I ended up becoming a deacon. I asked my wife, first of all, if I'd be okay to be a deacon. And it's a joint ministry, of course. So this is how I came uh, to be a deacon. And uh, one thing I, I didn't hear at that point, there was a bishop in Arizona who was ordaining deacons. And he said, deacons are ordained for trouble. <laughs> if I'd heard that, maybe I wouldn't have been a deacon. But one of the things is I'd realized now that the deacon's role is not just to be up here in the sanctuary, it's to be with the poorest of the poor, those that nobody else will come to. You know, as someone, a good friend, Rick Tobias, once said, the church will never flourish again until we, we start treating the plight of the poor seriously. So we're all out there. We're all called to serve the poor, each in their own way. In the early church, when people were sick or, or suffering, they'd go up to the mountains. But the people who were rich would go up to the mountains as well. But the poor would be sitting in, in the cities. And the people said to the Christian church in the early church, why do you stay in the cities? They said, that's what Jesus would do. And the people who are ministers at that time said, asked three questions. Who needs us the most? What can we do to help? And who shall we send? The church is still asking this question today, and the deacons are the ones very often who say, here, come, Lord, send me. And we ask everyone else to join us in that to be with those who are suffering, those who are poor. So now with faith and confidence, we bring our prayers through the intercession of Our Lady of Good Counsel to God our Father, who sent His Son to be our Good Shepherd and to lay down His life for us in love and service. So during this week of Masses for Vocations, the Daily Mass community joins together to pray for those whom God has 
calling to serve him in a single life as married couples and for permanent deacons and their wives that they may courageously follow our Lord's will. May they sense that call with greater charity and have the courage to respond generously. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Merciful Father, hear the prayers of your people who praise you for your care. Through these prayers of intercession, may we never grow indifferent to the needs of your people. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O God, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, of my iniquity. Cleanse me of my sin. Pray, sisters and brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice of your hands for the praise and glory of his name. Except uh, in compassion, Lord, we pray, the offerings of your family that under your protective care they may never lose what they have received, but attain the gifts that are eternal through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For in the saints who consecrated themselves to Christ for the sake of the kingdom of heaven, it is right to celebrate the wonders of your providence by which you call human nature back to its original holiness and bring it to experience on this earth the gifts you promise in the new world to come. And so, with all the angels and saints, we praise you as without end we acclaim. indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, 
so that they may become for us the body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. <coughs> Do this in memory of me. <coughs> The Mystery of Faith. We <coughs> proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life, and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, and Francis, our bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy, welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. <clears throat> through him, with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. Amen. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, 
and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. May the peace of the Lord be with all of you. And with your spirit. Let us share with one another a sign of Christ's peace. Peace, peace of Jesus. the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. May the body and blood of Christ keep us safe for eternal life. Amen. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart, as though you were already there. I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you. Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. May the heavenly table at which we have been fed, O Lord, confer eternal life upon us, as even in this world it nourished the life of St. Catherine through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your Let us offer, bow our heads for God's blessing. May the peace of God, which is beyond all our human understanding, keep your minds and hearts in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, 
and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks be to God. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass. We gather.